Welcome back to the show. Now, when it comes to property investment, residential property tends to dominate the conversation. And commercial property, it's fair to say, has copped an absolute battering in the press in recent times with the exodus from our CBDs. So the big question is, should commercial property be a part of your portfolio? So to discuss this, we're joined by Scott O'Neill of Rethink Investing, a buyer's agency that specialises in finding rare cash flow positive properties right across the country. So welcome to the show, Scott. Thanks for having me, mate. So, uh, Scott, it's uh, really interested to dive into this subject because there's a, a lot of uh, myths and misdemeanors around the whole commercial property space. So, can you start by uh, giving us a really quick summary in a sentence of what are the biggest myths surrounding commercial property? Yeah, so the biggest ones I come across day to day when I, I speak to clients are you can't get much capital growth out of commercial property. That is definitely one of the biggest myths out there. Like some some capital uh, growth figures, like I've seen uh, industrial areas in parts of Australia triple in 10 years. Uh, look, it, it really just comes down to the supply and demand, the asset class. Um, but look, there is growth in, in commercial property. It's, it grows from the rental growth, yield compression. Uh, and there's also obviously value adds and stuff like that that come into it as well. But uh, definitely a, a very common uh, myth. The other one is you always get long vacancy rates. Now, that can be true if you buy a poor quality property in the middle of nowhere out in a regional town down a back alley that no one wants to be in. But what if you're in a, you know, a prime corner location of a, you know, a well-regarded area? Uh, once that comes vacant, there'll be potentially a line of tenants wanting that same position. Um, same goes for uh, you know, industrial properties in well-located areas where there's... Uh, you know, where it's a built out suburb, there is, you know, you don't always get long vacancy rates. Like we've actually done the numbers on, on our clients, like over the years when we've seen vacancies and it's around about three months. Now that might sound long when you compare it to residential, but when the average tenant can stay for five to 10 to 15 years, because remember leases aren't 12 months every time, they can be three, five, 10, sometimes even 15 year leases. If your tenant leaves after that and you, uh, you know, shuts up for that type of vacancy period after that, overall, you're not really dealing with a great deal of vacancy. Um, the other one is commercial properties only for wealthy people. Uh, and look, you can get into it with a 20% deposit. So that's not that different from residential. But yes, the prices can go much higher because you can deal with anything from, you know, a 300 grand warehouse all the way up into a, a billion dollar Westfield center. So there is a great deal of variations uh, out there when it comes to, um, you know, it comes to the different asset classes. But yeah, look, you can get in with, I'd say 200 grand minimum will get you a good deal in this market. And that would be a 600 grand asset, you know, yeah. plus cost. So 200 grand would, would be enough there. Um, probably the only other uh, one which comes up is there isn't many value add opportunities. Now with commercial property, there's actually more value add opportunities because you can play around with the lease. The lease actually is a, a way of increasing value. So if you increase the length of lease, that increases the security on the asset, which entails uh, you know, a greater security for an investor that they'll pay more for. Raising rent is another value add increasing floor space because you charge more rent again another value add and all the other stuff you do in residential can be applied to commercial as well so yeah long sentence but they're probably the main myths that i see 
<laughs> well, you've, you've covered off on uh, a couple of the areas I was going to delve into in a little bit more detail. And uh, so I might, I might uh, just focus on one of those now, uh, which is to, to give us a little bit more colour around why you say that the, uh, the myth of you can't get capital growth quickly with commercial property uh, is the case, mate. Can you sort of uh, put some more shape around that one for me? Yeah, so look, quickly, like it all depends on the market you're dealing with. Like right now we're seeing quite rapid capital growth rates for commercial. There's, there's probably two main reasons for that. Well, three. The first is uh, there's a lot more investors jumping into commercial. Uh, so that's increasing the demand. So the, the demand's increasing because a lot of traditionally residential investors are jumping ship and they're, uh, they're doing it because the yields are so low in, in residential. So where do you park your money to make a good cash flow? It's, uh, it's hard to find an alternative. The share market's a bit up and down. You know, are you going to get paid your dividends? So cash flow is hard to find in this market. Commercial is the obvious choice. The second one is the interest rates. Because they're so low, people are using that cheap money at higher volumes to purchase commercial real estate. So to give you an idea of the types of interest rates I'm seeing in this market, I've got to say my average client is getting about a 2.5, 2.6 type interest rate for commercial. Wow. So if you're going to buy a 6% net yielding asset in a capital city and you're only paying 2.5% on your money, it's a very good margin, even on 100% debt. It makes sense. So that is encouraging more people to come over. Um, and the third one is low stock level. So I've seen some articles out there saying stock is about 40% down. Now, I think that's due to owners just not wanting to sell for the exact same reason why people want to buy. Where do you park your money? So a lot of the people we uh, purchase properties from, uh, they're either developers just pulling money for another job, um, a lot of divorces and all that kind of uh, personal change in circumstances. Um, and yeah, just probably more elderly people just squaring off debt and stuff like that, uh, you know, very late in life. So there, there isn't many people selling in this market because why would you sell a good tenanted investment? There's some of the reasons, but um, yeah. yeah, look, low stock levels are the theme and that's causing very strong capital growth, these three, three reasons. Yeah, that's, that's brilliant, mate. That makes perfect sense. So given that whole context then, why should investors consider commercial property now? And, and if so, what type of property? Uh, so anyone that's got a good portfolio already with residential or they're looking for some better results, because like if you're going to go to sink your money into residential now, it's probably in a record low yield environment. So you're dealing with very poor cash flow. So is it going to solve a retirement problem? No, you're there for only growth. And then how do you get your money out of that property once it grows? Selling, then pay all that tax and capital gains or refinance. And then when you refinance, you're just pulling debt out. So you're not really going to be uh, enjoying a retirement from cash flow, uh, or not efficiently, at least with residential. So that's why I think people are, are moving towards this asset class. And it's just because it stacks up better. It, it's as simple as that. And uh, you just got to be wary of the extra risks. Like, you know, I'm talking it up, you know, it's not, I guess you just got to be careful you're buying the right asset class. So I wouldn't go out and buy a huge amount of uh, office space in Melbourne or Sydney right now because there'll be short-term leasing risk. So yeah. there are some asset classes that are weaker than others. So offices in general, weaker. There are some pockets of strength, but um, you know there, there is a general weakness because people are working from home, businesses are 
reducing, you know, footprints in office space and stuff like that. Um, a very strong asset class is industrial. Industrial is really benefiting from COVID due to increased in local manufacturing, logistics movements, storage. It's all important. It's all growing. As the internet grows, so does the need for storage. So it's that whole Amazon model. There is uh, a lot of packed out warehouses on very long leases out there that you'd love to own because you're going to get uninterrupted rent and uh, shutdowns don't really affect them in the majority of cases. Uh, medical, we do a lot of medical purchases at Rethink Investing. So that's your dentists, doctors, like pathologies, any type of specialist. They're generally nice long leases, you know, three, five, 10 year leases sometimes. And again, it's a non-discretionary spend business. So you're going to go down there no matter what the economy is doing and still, you know, they're going to tick along. So if you're in retirement age and you're looking for a retirement income, that's a very nice uh, option because you're not going to have to uh, worry about like, so on the other end of the spectrum, imagine you've got a high-end shoe shop in uh, Mossman and then there's a closure and like there's, there's all of a sudden a lot more, uh, there's a lot more risk in, in getting yeah. forced closed and losing rent in circumstances yeah. like that. That's terrific, right? It's certainly opening our eyes to where the real uh, opportunity is in that commercial space. And uh, I thank you for coming on to do that. And uh, thanks for your time on the show today, Scott. No problem, mate. Thank you. Well, uh, there you have it. It's quite clear that if you're looking for a great commercial opportunity and you're looking for much better and more steady cash flow, then commercial property is certainly a vehicle you need to be considering. And the best people to help you with that is to reach out to the team at Rethink Investing. Stay with us here on Realty Talk.